Binge the full week of The Ray Taylor Show ad-free over at InspiredDisorder.com slash plus. This is The Ray Taylor Show. Welcome to The Ray Taylor Show, where I bring you the reviews on the latest movies and TV shows, as well as classic and foreign films. I'm your host, Ray Taylor, and on this podcast, I'll be talking about all things film and television. Whether you're looking for a new show to binge or want to know if that blockbuster is worth the trip to the theater or just want to hear my thoughts on a classic or foreign film, I've got you covered. So join me every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday for new episodes and let's dive into the world of film and television together. On today's episode, I am talking about the 2015 boxing classic, Creed. It's written directed by Ryan Coogler, co-written by Aaron Covington based on the characters created by Sylvester Stallone of course starring Michael B. Jordan Michael B. Jordan Sylvester Stallone and Tessa Thompson a really fun cast the former world heavyweight champion Rocky Balboa serves as a trainer and mentor for Adonis Johnson the son of his late friend and former rival, Apollo Creed. So I recently rewatched every single Rocky movie for an episode of Top 5 that I did not include the Creed movies in because Creed 3 had hit theaters and I knew it would eventually be hitting streaming, which it has, and that is why I have started to rewatch the Creed movies or I should say, for the first time, watch the Creed movies. I had no idea that I had never watched any of these movies before. I thought I had at least watched the first Creed movies. Creed movie. Maybe it was the second movie. I don't know. I may not have seen any of them. I don't know what boxing movie I was thinking of. Maybe I was just thinking of Rocky Balboa and the trauma from how bad that movie made me think that that was a Creed movie at, on some level. I don't know. Either way, this was my first time watching Creed, which was great. It's a great movie, obviously. If you've seen Creed, it's great. It's one of the best Rocky movies, obviously, after I'm done. So each week I'm going to be reviewing uh, a different Creed movie. So starting off with Creed. Next week, next Wednesday, Creed 2. Following week, Creed 3. And that same week, uh, I will be doing on Sunday's podcast called Top 5. I will be doing my Top 5 Rocky movies that also include the Creed film. So the entire universe of Rocky Balboa, as it were. And uh, this one is definitely going to be on that list. I can tell you right now, unless the next two... Creed movies are even better than this one. Which maybe. Uh, usually sequels aren't that great at holding up. Although I think, I believe Rocky 3 was my favorite Rocky film. Uh, at least my most entertaining uh, favorite Rocky film. I have a feeling this will be on that list because I do enjoy this film and did enjoy this film a lot. I really loved it great movie definitely one of the best rocky movies 
I would say one of the best boxing movies. There's not, I mean, you know, I that list, this probably wouldn't be on my top five boxing movie list. But it would probably be on my top ten. You know, out of all the boxing movies I've seen, or at least have fake memories of seeing, uh, maybe one day I will do a, I will probably at some point do a top boxing movies top five boxing movies episode of top five which is another podcast i do if you want to subscribe to that if you like movies it's where i rank movies in a variety of categories but i did enjoy this movie so if you haven't seen it i would definitely recommend it if you haven't seen it for a while it's worth a revisit i it's i was surprised at how much i really enjoyed this movie first i was surprised that it was a movie that i hadn't seen because i thought i had then I was even further surprised at how much I enjoyed it. Which I think is probably one of the other reasons why I didn't ever watch it. Because I think I had... I, I don't know what... I really would love to know what movie I thought I had seen. But either way, I did enjoy Creed. Uh, and you don't necessarily have to see the original Rocky films. Although it does help to set up knowing the dynamic that Rocky and apollo creed had their their rivalry their friendship especially the movie that i mean there's the movie where they train together the movie where creed dies maybe not as important but knowing that he died uh would add to that but i think what whatever like the first three rocky movies i think would be good and are also good pretty decent rocky movies um but it's not necessary they don't do a whole lot in this movie to educate, like they reference things to kind of give you enough of an idea, but they don't, they're not bothering with re-educating people watching this. I think they assume you know the back, but you don't necessarily need to know, right? Just kind of knowing Rocky Balboa is a famous boxer in the world of these movies is, is enough, but... Of course, as most Rocky films, uh, this movie isn't as much about boxing as it is about the human drama that surrounds boxing uh, or somebody who wants to pursue a life in combat sports in general. The sacrifices you make, the physical and mental dedication you need to have, uh, the effects it has on your relationships, whether they be uh, personal romantic otherwise uh and this movie has a lot of those things as well great performances interesting drama surrounding it but it also has great boxing it's it's well filmed it's doing different things there's a lot of long takes which i was blown away there's like two specific scenes there may have been more but there were two specific scenes that were like at least made to look like a single shot, which I really appreciate. I appreciate, especially when it's done well, uh, any movie that's able to do kind of pull off that. And I think the way this movie utilizes those one take, one shot takes is great. One of which is the first fight we see Adonis in. And the second time is the walkout from the green room or the the locker room out to the ring which is great both scenes using that technique of making it look like one shot really puts you in the action 
when it's the boxing scene or puts you in what it feels like to, especially if you're watching on a big screen, uh, what it feels like to be walking out into an arena, a packed arena. So I love all that stuff. Uh, so gr the way this movie's filmed, I really enjoy that. Putting you right in the action, letting you experience what it might feel like to be in the ring, walking out to a packed stadium. And there's some solid boxing scenes. Scenes, Obviously, no Rocky movie would be without some great montages, training scenes and whatnot, which there's there's different montages. There's multiple montages in this that aren't all training montages, but are obviously there's a training montage. Obviously, there's a lot of little references to and aspects of the original films that are sprinkled in which I think the film Rocky Balboa does far more heavy-handed, far in a way worse way. Like everything that was wrong about Rocky Balboa, this movie does in the perfect way. Just kind of sprinkling in references, seeing all of the things in, you know, as Rocky's older, but doing it in a way that makes sense as opposed to Rocky Balboa, which none of that movie makes sense. But this movie, Creed, I really did enjoy it. Uh, but I do want to talk about specifics of this movie. So let's hop into the ring and knock out some of the some spoilers, should shall we? Uh, and I think the reason why I didn't watch this movie is because it came out in 2015. And that was like a weird transition in my life where I wasn't really w watching any movies. Um, in many ways, in the similar to Adonis in this movie, giving up a lucrative job in order to pursue a life and a lifestyle that doesn't guarantee any kind of financial success i was giving up a job that was well paying i had a condo i had a 401k and i gave it all up to pursue art and podcasting so uh Thankfully, I haven't received the same amount of brain damage as Adonis, but I've also not received the same amount of success that Adonis receives uh, in his journey to uh, become a, a boxer, a successful boxer. But I do want to jump into spoilers, so let's do that from here on out. Obviously, before I guess spoilers, a great movie. You know, he goes to train, wants to be a boxer, goes to train with Rocky, and you know he f he fights I, I mean before spoilers i mean how how could you not know what this movie is about uh, it's pretty you know it's 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 very similar similar to like almost every single boxing movie on some level i think the rocky franchise really tried to explore all of the different reasons why somebody might continue to be drawn into boxing throughout a career uh and goes into kind of wacky territory at times um, but this movie kind of a straight to the point grounded take on somebody giving up uh, an easy life to pursue, pursue something that is very difficult. Let's take a quick break from this episode to talk about attention, attention. All, all Ray, Ray Taylor, Taylor show, show fans. fans. We're excited to announce we've just released a line of exclusive merchandise featuring original artwork inspired by the show. Our high quality shirts and biodegradable phone cases are a perfect way to show your support 
for the show and make a great gift for any fan. Plus, with each purchase, you'll be helping us continue to bring you great content. So don't wait. Head on over to InspireDisorder.com now and check out the full collection. Thanks for listening, and we hope you'll show your support by grabbing some Ray Taylor Show merchandise today. And now, let's get back to the show. So right away, I had the thought, that I hadn't seen this. As soon as I saw Adonis in the juvenile detention fighting, right, finding out that he's the illegitimate kid of Apollo, right, some other woman that he cheated on his wife with or whatever, um, and he gets taken to live with with, uh, the widow of Apollo, Miss Creed. Um, I realized that I'd never seen this movie. Uh, because I, I ne- like I, that's not how I expect. I don't know how I expected this movie to start, but that's that's what initially cued me in to realize that I had never seen this movie. And it's an interesting situation because you have this kid, like who seemingly came from nothing, right, or came from nothing in foster care in the system, uh, getting in fights, and then all of a sudden at i don't know what like seven i don't know what age he goes to live with uh with uh what's her face but going from nothing to having no worry for money so it's an interesting kind of dynamic where it's like he grew up for the most part not ever worrying about money in any way Uh, But at the beginning of that, like, almost he got, like, a lottery ticket as a kid. But still had that chip on his shoulder. Clearly has abandonment issues, all of those things. Has fighting in his blood, right? Clearly his dad was into it. He's still into it. All of that. So years later, you see him fighting in Mexico. This, like, amateur fight, grown up. And him quitting his job. He has, like, this nice job, quits his job to go pursue boxing like but also like in in the idea of like giving up a good job to pursue a career like boxing to pursue any career that is not guaranteed that is a very difficult career to become successful in uh and is a a very big risk it's pretty nice that he had like clear money family money to fall back on right even though he is doing this risky thing giving up a really good job to go box for his life to follow his dream of being a boxer it like he also like if he failed at boxing he could just go back home and probably whatever connections they have his mom has because she has money he could probably get another job. So it's like, it's not as big of a risk, but it is still pretty, you know, most people don't. It's pretty tough for anybody, I guess, to give up a lucrative job. But it's a lot easier to do that if you have money to fall back on. But that's what he does, which is, you know, an interesting dynamic for this character, for this film. And even though he like it's it's also weird because like he has family money to fall back on but he still wants to prove himself and wanting to make a name for himself like there's a big aspect of this movie where he doesn't want people to know 
that he is the son of Apollo, but except for Rocky, and it's an interesting kind of like point of content, like as one aspect, like he'll use his name to open the door with Rocky, but nobody else, nobody else. And unlike most Rocky movies, uh, the boxing scenes, he actually shows, we see in that first fight in, in Mexico, you see he actually has decent head movement uh, and some defense, right? Because opposed, uh, opposed to one Rocky movie, the one where he actually trains with Apollo in California and fights, it's the only time in the franchise of Rocky that Rocky Balboa ever showed any ability to actually have defense in boxing he's able to slip some punches block some punches where every single other rocky movie including including the ones after that movie he just eats punches like crazy so it's nice to see in this movie that he's actually showing some defense although there is no footwork in in this boxing at all which is you know, at least they're showing, like, slipping – it looks good to, like, slip punches and block punches and all that kind of stuff. But there is absolutely no footwork in this movie at all, which I'm sure comes down to the cardio that would be needed for these actors to have footwork. And also would make it more difficult for the fight choreography in general have footwork possibly i don't know but this just little nitpicky things i i noticed while watching this so decent defense knowing he needs training even though he's self-taught you know he moves to philly goes to rocky's restaurant which is you know nice one of the many little things sprinkled in it's the only time we really see rocky's restaurant uh, is when he goes to meet him and kind of ask him to train him and kind of asking questions about his dad, asking about the the classic end to well, the, I think it's the same movie that he went goes and trains with him um, that ends with them kind of sparring, going for their third their third fight, uh, the rubber match as it were and asking who won that fight, finding out that it was Apollo, which is kind of a nice little trivia uh, thing to find out who won that spar or that, uh, you know, that third match between them. And he's like, you know, determined to make a name on his, uh, on his own, not wanting to use his dad's name, except for the fact using it to make the connection with Rocky, but only Rocky, nobody else. Uh, even though he could, like even when he goes to Mickey's gym, doesn't want to let them know who he is that he has like he's this lineage right not that his dad trained him in any way but just knowing that he is from his dad they would i would imagine have a lot of respect for him and want to like it would open doors for him fairly easily but he doesn't want to do that right just use his name a smidge just enough to connect with rocky and it's cool seeing Rocky as a celebrity, as we saw in Rocky Balboa, you know, this older guy in town, everybody, everywhere he goes, especially when he goes into Mickey's gym, everybody's like super stoked to see him. So it's like wait, the way this movie handles it compared to Rocky Balboa is so much better. Um, 
because I mean the idea that Rocky, old Rocky Balboa would fight a current heavyweight champion is absurd. It is an absurd premise for a movie. Uh, like this movie gave Rocky a reason to go all to all those different places in Philly. Whereas Rocky Balboa, he was like the movie not only is the premise of him fighting some young boxer ridiculous as an old man, but also just him going on a tour of Philly only so that the movie can show all of the different locations from the earlier movies was absolutely where this one it had a reason you know obviously him visiting her grave is a clear reason him going to the gym the gym changing the restaurant all these different kind of locations that we get sprinkled in in this movie actually makes sense in this movie where it just feels like rocky is going on some weird like tour for himself in in rocky balboa absolutely ridiculous and when he does show when rocky does show up in this film at mickey's gym right they all obviously want love him and the one boxing coach wants him to work with his guy spider but then he starts working with adonis obviously and nobody knows nobody's able to put two and two together like for some reason rocky goes and but obviously they do their research and find out who he is but kind of an interesting thing that he goes to the gym and decides to train this kid and you get of course because of that you get some of the fun old school training that we saw in the early rocky movies like him chasing chickens to work on his speed and footwork obviously jumping rope which is kind of just a classic boxing training method the speed bag running as rocky did in all of those movies and is also something that's it's great for for cardio especially you know boxers or martial artists so you see him doing all those he's not chopping wood necessarily he's not like in the snow like i think that was rocky four but doing all the other old school training stuff um and he gets offered the fight against spider and he's you know cherry picked because you know especially in boxing one of the reasons I, one of the many reasons i'm not a big fan of boxing is boxers tend to pad their records because it's so having like a great record having some impressive record is like the most important thing so they will pick and choose a lot of the fights especially early on to go against people who aren't good there's like so many boxers that are just there to be, I think they call them what, like potato cans? Just there to be another easy win. So that's why they choose, which is kind of interesting that Rocky, I mean, at first he's like, okay, I guess. Like he knows what they're going to do, but they still go along with it. And they do the training camp. He moves in with Rocky, which the idea that he has to lose five pounds in order to make weight for this fight that he's going to do with spider. It would have been nice to see, which I can't think of a boxing movie that is really shown an accurate depiction of this. 
But at least in a modern boxing movie, especially since it seems like we know more about what athletes have to do to prepare, him having to cut five pounds, first off, is nothing. Like, he could cut five pounds in water weight, no problem. And he's acting like he actually asked to lose five pounds. But it would have been nice if it was a little bit more like an, a realistic weight cut, like 10, 15 pounds, whatever, that he has to actually cut, where he actually has to, you know, focus on his diet, where we actually see them do, like, him, watch him cut weight, like cut the water weight before weigh-ins of this fight. It would have been nice to see that aspect of the game in this movie and it'll be interested to see in the future creed movies if they show that at all because it's a it's an insane aspect to combat sports that these people before they go into a ring or a cage to give each other brain damage potentially they severely dehydrate themselves to make a weight in order to have the biggest body the the a weight advantage when they go into the ring or the cage or whatever it's just an insane aspect to combat sports it'd be interesting to see that depicted in you know in a boxing movie and it doesn't even have to be a lot of it but just show it it's like i don't i, I can't i mean you see them sweating maybe but i don't know i i can't think of a time maybe there is in some of the rocky movies didn't do it in this movie he only had to cut five pounds, which is ridiculous. Um, and then he takes him to a different gym, which is kind of not, you know, it's like he takes him to a gym far away because he doesn't want him to train with him. And it's, you know, a grimier gym, which, you know, a lot of the aspects of this, they're trying to hit on a lot of the same things from the first, uh, first Rocky movie. It's nice to see Stitch who's a real cut man that I, as a former fan of UFC and MMA in general, uh, Stitch used to be a big, one of probably the, the biggest or most famous cut men in martial arts and probably boxing as well that I knew of. Like the only cut man that I know the name of and who was kind of famously fired from the UFC when he criticized the Reebok deal that the UFC signed when they first kind of before they made their big deal selling to whoever it was they sold to, I forget who they sold to um, whatever that agency is is take a quick break from this episode because I want to promote. Are you looking for a way to take your love of the Ray Taylor show to the next level? Look no further than inspired disorder. Plus as a member, you'll get access to a whole host of amazing perks, including the full week of shows ad free in both audio and video versions, a live painting archive, early access to the many faces, members only discounts and deals, a podcast back catalog with over 600 episodes. But that's not all. As a member, you'll get access to my personal blog as well as my creative writing. You'll also get the chance to ask me anything you want. With all of these benefits and more, Inspired Disorder Plus is a must-have for any fan of The Ray Taylor Show. So don't wait. Go sign up now. Head on over to InspiredDisorder.com slash plus and start enjoying all of the amazing perks of the membership. And now, let's get back to the show. But uh, it's cool to see Stitch in this uh, in this movie. 
and him trying to learn technique like that was the big thing like he's self-taught but his technique is shit and from what i've heard when it comes to training whatever i'm sure anything if you learn bad technique it's harder to learn proper technique or relearn proper technique than it is to train somebody fresh somebody that doesn't know anything because it's hard to unlearn the bad technique versus if you just learn the proper technique from the the get-go it's a lot easier so it's interesting how that they never really sh like that could have been a hurdle that they added into the difficulties of him training him learning technique but an interesting aspect to you know what he needs to train for and the pad work in the movie was pretty good it made it look legit and of course before the fight with spider he finds out that he's apollo's kid and rocky's like trying to but it's it would make sense knowing that he has this name recognition to use that to sell the fight to they could have gotten a bigger venue if they put his name on it you know it, it would have looked better also for I'm sure that's one of the reasons why Rocky didn't want to, him to mention anything is because if he did lose, it would look worse. But I don't know. And it's also funny before that fight, he gets nervous and has to take a shit, like begging them to cut his gloves off. I thought that was a funny moment. And they made this is one of the moments where it was made to look like a single take, which I appreciated it. You know, it looked legit the opponent looked like an actual body like had the build of an actual i guess they kind of both do the other guy kind of had more of i guess more of an mma build but i don't know it look they both look legit afterwards after he wins like finding out that his girlfriend didn't even know his real name was kind of kind of interesting like that's like seriously he only let rocky now obviously everybody find it finds out especially after the fight but kind of crazy the aspect of this movie where rocky finds out he has cancer and that's how adrian died and he doesn't want to fight so there's this whole other fight that takes place in this movie which i kind of enjoyed that aspect of it obviously it, it allowed for a lot more drama to be in the movie we get the emotional scene we get sylvester stallone giving a heartfelt mo there's always like a heartfelt moment in a sylvester stallone film right that kind of reminds us that he's a good actor whether it's like the end of first blood or like there's probably like scenes in in rocky where you see that S sylvester stallone's actually a a really good actor and you get kind of a taste of that in this when you know the whole back and forth with him him at first not wanting to fight and then uh and then adonis making a deal it's like i'll fight if you fight we fight together which makes complete sense and then we get you know obviously there's training montage but you also get like the fighting cancer montage right so they they do other kinds of montages And there's another emotional part in the, the, 
the jail cell after Adonis gets in a fight as girlfriend's show because he's upset about finding out Rocky isn't going to get treatment or whatever. And we get a whole nother emotional scene where it's like Adonis, Adonis's abandonment and like pushing Rocky away because Rocky doesn't, Rocky is like wanting to leave and he's not worthy. Rocky, Rocky doesn't think Adonis is worthy enough to fight for, to stay, stick around, which makes sense. If you got abandonment issues that I would, you know, I felt for him in that moment for sure. Especially living in the shadows of his dad, who he never knew, but also is following in his footsteps. It's a very weird dynamic of, like, not wanting to replace him as the next Creed, but also following directly in his footsteps, wanting to be a boxer. And seeing the fight with the ego being the bigger battle than anything in the ring the I fight you fight it's just emotional too because it's like you know you if you especially if you've seen all the Rocky films you have there is a love for Rocky so seeing him and it, I don't know if Stallone lost weight or anything but it seemed like maybe he was you know he definitely didn't look healthy but I don't know. The one scene that was kind of cheesy, but of course it's a Rocky movie. You got to have it. It's, it's Creed. It's like in many ways doing, it's like, it's like a leg. It's a, it's, it's like a reboot in some ways, but also a sequel, right? It touches on a lot of the same things the first movie does, but in a new way while also continuing the story. So like in the early Rocky movies, how there's the run up the stairs. And I think it's the second Rocky movie where it's like all the kids from the town follow him on the run. Maybe it's the third movie, I forget. In this one, you have all of the dudes who ride dirt bikes and quads in the neighborhood of this gym that he's training at follow him as he's running. And instead of Eye of the Tiger, it's some hip-hop song that i don't know but it's a fun a fun moment you know and then when we have the big fight right he's gets matched up to fight this you know the the champion or uh, a well-renowned heavyweight I, I don't even know if it's heavyweight but a well-renowned boxer that's coming out of prison his fight fell through so now because Creed is known and he's a brand and he's also like he's a big name but with very little experience so it's it seems like an easy get he gets this big opportunity big fight that's what the you know everything's about and you get another great long take that starts in the locker room as they're like just kind of he's giving him Rocky's giving him the pep talk and then they hit the pads a little bit. And then they show the long walk from the locker room out into the stadium where the ring is. I thought that was great. I really enjoyed that that whole one. I enjoyed both kind of long one takes that are in this, in this movie. Um, although the one aspect of that that bothered me 
It's not the camera work. It's not the acting. It's it's none of that. It is the design of the Team Creed embroidery on the back of the team's uniforms. The word team, it's like smaller above the bigger letters of Creed, the, the name Creed. But the way they embroidered the letters of team all blend together. And they also blend into the two E's in Creed. So just as a design, the spacing bothered me. It just like, like it's, it, I don't know. It's just all way too crowded. Everything bleeds together. For me, it, it bothered me as somebody that does now and then. De I deal with graphic design and design so much in my life but the long walk out was great and of course the antagonist of the this movie is never the opponent right it's not like we don't know much about this guy he's going to fight at the very end we didn't know much about spider right the the main antagonist of this movie is kind of the battle that Adonis is having with his own identity, with who he is, his relationship to his last name, right? The struggle to overcome these hurdles, to follow his dream. Those are the, the villains of these boxing movies, at least this movie specifically, right? It's not about, like, I don't even know the name of the guy that he fought in the last one, in the last fight, the big fight. Because it wasn't about him. And it didn't really look like they were in the same weight class. Dude's a lot taller. But like structurally the same. I would. I don't know. I, the, I'm, I'm questioning the, the weight class. Maybe. Maybe not. I don't know how big of a difference it was. But. The boxing choreography is good. Definitely more modernized compared to the Rocky films. Um, like everything looks super clean, which almost makes it look fake. Like all of the punches land and everything like everybody slips punches and ducks through and lands punches very cleanly, which is, you know, doesn't happen that clean in, in real life, but looks really great. And there is a, an aspect to this where like he kind of talks shit in the ring and I would have loved more of that because that is definitely an aspect of competition in any kind of competition, the mental game, and especially in combat sports, talking shit or any sport, really talking shit to your opponent is such a, if you're able to do that, well, is such a powerful tool. It was one of my favorite things about playing pickup basketball was getting under people's skin because I'm not the most athletic guy, but, you know, I learned how to talk shit playing pickup basketball growing up. And it was a massive tool because you could turn – you can – if somebody's on fire, you talk shit, you score. You, you So, like, it's, it's like magic. And there's moments where Adonis is kind of like – kind of like, you know, egging them on and kind of talking shit. Definitely talking more in, in the ring. I would have loved if there was more talk, like some fun t shit talking, right? Like he says a couple great lines that are like, oh, shit, right? None of that. 
just little details that if I was asked to make this movie better, <laughs> that's what I would do. I mean, even like, I mean, if you're familiar with MMA, like the Diaz brothers, probably the best at in-ring shit talking. The, the fight with, what was it, Nick Diaz and Anderson Silva where he like lays down on the canvas. It's like, like the level of shit talking that those guys did would have loved to see that Adon, like somebody who's like scrappy comes from like the underground boxing thing, comes from like fighting kids when he was a kid. You talk shit. That's usually how fights start is talking shit and somebody usually... Somebody that's not good at talking shit wants to make it physical. But, like, if that was just one of his skills coming from where he's with his background, that would have been a lot of fun. There's also a great lighting change in that last fight in around, like, round five where all the whole crowd goes dark and it just, it's a spotlight really on the two guys in the ring, right? Everything's cut out. It goes from like very realistic looking to just completely black outside of the ring. Really enjoyed that. Um, great, a lot of great B-roll of the cut men prepping Vaseline. Like they see, you see some guy take a punch and start to bleed, and you see the cut man, you know, get the Vaseline ready to to stop the bleeding. You see them getting the ice bags ready. A lot of great blood splatter on the rope, blood being spit into the funnel a lot of great kind of uh little detailed b-roll moments in the in the fight and the ko of creed was great although when he stands up after being knocked out for a moment he gets up and just crisp like doesn't act like he just got knocked out like not dazed whatsoever but the knockout itself looked good and and I eventually noticed like there is zero foot no there is zero footwork in these boxing scenes. There's a a great moment also when the doctor comes over. Adonis has the swollen eye, which is also great makeup, and the doctor comes over to check his vision, and you see Stitch, the cut man, tapping him on the back of the head to tell him how many fingers. Obviously, something that actually happens in actual fights kind of surprised that it's the cut man that does it but also not surprising it really gives the fighter the choice either you can answer the way they want you to answer to continue or you can use this as an opportunity if you you know don't think you can win with one eye talk talk to michael bisbee and a similar end in a lot of ways to the first Rocky, right? It's all about proving that even he even belonged in the ring. It's not really about him winning. And the post-fight ring interview, the audio, like the way people talk was very chill, right? There's always so much energy. First off, the, the athletes are exhausted after, a, what, a 12-round fight? And then the excitement of the fight and everybody th that is speaking in this post-fight interview is the most like they're on some npr interview like they are just calm as cucumbers in this post-fight interview just little minor things um 
and kind of like aside like energy wise aside from his swollen eye he didn't really seem like he was just in a fight he didn't seem tired the energy level wasn't there but everybody's like cool and calm all that and i like how it ends with him and rocky kind of walking up the the, the actual steps right that was a lot of fun too so great movie I'm excited to see where the Creed franchises goes in the next two movies and see how they stack up in general to the overarching Rocky films, the overall Rocky franchise. And I, I think Michael B. Jordan is a believable boxer, great actor, but also, you know, believable boxer. I think he's great in this role. Um, so interesting to see where it goes in the next films. Thank you all for tuning into this episode of the Ray Taylor show. I hope you enjoyed my thoughts on Creed. Don't forget to tune in every Monday, Wednesday and Friday for more movie and TV show reviews. Creed two will be next Wednesday and join the conversation by leaving a comment or rating on your favorite podcast platform or over on youtube.com slash inspired disorder. If you are watching this until next time, enjoy the show. Subscribe to The Ray Taylor Show on YouTube and everywhere podcasts are found. Binge the full week ad-free over at InspiredDisorder.com slash plus. Purchase Ray Taylor Show merch over at InspiredDisorder.com. Have a wonderful day, everybody. Peace out! Today is the day where you wake up and you realize that everything that you've been dreaming about, everything that you've been wanting, every goal and wish and hope that you've ever had, can become real. Dreams can come true. What you manifest in your mind, you can bring to reality.